baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. When it comes to Election Day, we expect the media to report the results after everybody gets a chance to vote. Right here in Minnesota, it's very simple. We have an election on one day. Well, early voting and all that. But you have Election Day. It's done at eight. And nobody calls the race before eight. Never happens. There's sort of a code, even even though the media has, you know, exit poll results. You never know if people are lying to you. So you wait for some vote totals to come in. You look at trends, you look at statistics, and then you make a call. Iowa is a weird state. Well, we could just stop right there. But the Iowa caucuses are weird circumstance. Last night, you may have noticed that the election was called for Donald Trump right around 730 or so about 31 minutes after the doors closed to all of the different caucus locations around the state. So imagine you're sitting in a school cafeteria or a church community room. You get a notification on your phone. The Associated Press is called the race for Donald Trump. CBS News is called the race for Donald Trump, and you're still talking. You're still waiting. You haven't written your name down on a piece of paper, shoved it in a high V bag and waited for somebody to count your vote. There was a lot of reaction about that, saying that the media screwed up. The media gave voters again a reason to distrust them. I'm going to. I'm going to play some of what one member of the media said, Tony DeCopel from CBS This Morning. But before you hear him, I would like you to know that I think that most of the complaining about this is a load of crap. So here's Tony DeCopel, and I'll explain why I disagree with him in just a minute. The uh, decision last night by the AP, many news organizations, including CBS, To project uh, a win for Donald Trump just 30 minutes into the night while some people were were still caucusing, most people were still caucusing, it did not go well. It did not not go over well inside the site where I was. While there is a process, uh, and many many did have, you know, many had caucused already, and the, the caucuses had begun statewide, it meant that in my particular location, and this is true for other locations as well, no one had, had, in fact, cast a ballot when news alerts started going off on people's phones and just all the energy drained out of the room. Uh, and it, it, I have to say, there's got to be a better way to do it than that. So that's Tony DeCopel. And here's why I think that most of this noise is uh, ridiculous. So Ron DeSantis, his spokesperson, you know, when you've lost the election, when you got your butt kicked, it's always a good idea to blame the media because everybody hates the media. So that's fine. 
But in Iowa, the caucuses could last till midnight. So if you are waiting in an election where, by by the way, Donald Trump won by 30 points in a six-person race, Ron DeSantis's spokesperson says this, absolutely outrageous that the media would participate in election interference by calling the race before tens of thousands of Iowans even had a chance to vote. The media is in the tank for Trump, and this is the most egregious example yet. I think that would come as news to the Donald Trump supporters who think the media, everyone thinks the media hates them, I guess. They're always in the tank for the other guy. Now, look, does it look bad when I say, hey, Dan Cook, what do you think about the fact that the media called a winner before, you know, only 30 minutes uh, after the election started? Right. Because you could look at the caucuses that way. And Dan, you would say, well, what would you say, Dan? I, th- I mean, it's bad. You're right. It's a bad look. It looks bad. Yeah, of course it looks bad. It's a function as much of the caucus system being quaint and perhaps that's right. less effective yes. than a primary. I, it did feel odd to me in real time last night as I had the TV on and was flipping through different news channels when the call of the thing came. And I'm thinking, you know, in a primary situation or in a, you know, any deal where you're talking about uh, ballots. Yeah. They'd wait until the polls closed of before they'd make any kind of call. Yes. So, and I understand, you, you know, the caucus could last until midnight. Yeah. But there seemed to me like there should have been at least like a two-hour grace period or some sort of window that we all agreed on to say, okay, prior to 9 o'clock, we're not going to say anything because we want to make sure everybody has a chance to at least right. get deep into the thing. If it if it goes off the rails and it goes late, well, that's, you know, that's kind of their own fault to a, to a degree. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Yeah, and I think that probably will happen, right? Because appearances matter. Yeah. But I and I acknowledge like it doesn't look great. And that's what Tony DeCopel is responding to. And indeed, if you had a close election and the media made a call, that would certainly drain the energy in the room and could affect the race. Could. And this is not a close election. Well, they wouldn't a, make a call if it was close. That's exactly it. There's no way you'd make a half hour in call if no. it was a close election. The only reason that they could make a call half hour in is because it was such a dominant victory. For now, the is it deflating? Yeah. Sure. So stop with the stupid caucus. Well, that, you know, that would certainly seem to fix the problem. Have a regular election and then, you know. I mean, I always decided they don't really care that much about the their local issues this time. They were voting on national issues. That's fine. Like, vote on whatever you want to vote, vote on. Yeah. But this idea that, like, there's something special about Iowa, I just don't think there is. And should the media, I mean, I guess the pushback to me, if I were to argue with myself, which is 
But like, I mean, let's if, be honest, you do that all the time. If you're right? inside my head, yeah. it's just a never-ending. How can I hold multiple? <laughs> the pushback is, what's the harm in waiting till tomorrow? Why not wait until tomorrow? And my question to you would be, do you really want the media hanging on to poll results and vote tabulations that are starting to come in? Should we just keep that in our back pocket until tomorrow? Like then people would say like, well, the media is rigged. Like they won't even release the information. They're keeping it secret from us. So I, I do think that everyone, uh, you know, everyone gets an advantage by bashing the media. I would say that. So certainly if you look at Ron DeSantis, his spokesperson saying that it was election interference, come on. Now, is it is it a screwed up system? Well, I do agree with that. It is kind of screwed up, right? So if you got that if you got that alert on your phone and you're in the caucus and you're in the middle of a debate, like, do you say, like, meh, I don't know. What should I do? Well, especially if you're caucusing. Should I even vote? Should I even waste the time? Should I leave? If you're caucusing for somebody like Nikki Haley or, or Ron DeSantis, right? If you're, or Vivek or I mean, if you're for the seven for people. Vivek, I mean, you got your own set of problems. There were, like, there, ten but, people who voted for Asa Hutchinson <laughs> yesterday. Yeah, at least. It was, like, 145 All or something. Right. Uh, but that's a whole other, Yeah, but, I mean, if you're somebody that supposedly has a legitimate chance of trying to challenge the president. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that would be a real bummer to be sitting there not like, even having oh, we had, lost. had the speech yet. But like people already know that it was Well, but see, under this a, argument is like that our, really what we want to do though is say these polls were so dominant why even bother having an election we've already know what's going to happen. I think we don't, but I think that's up to the voter. So if you're a voter who believes there there still were tens of thousands of people who voted for Nikki Haley. This is why I don't buy that this is a real problem other than a problem of appearance, which I will stipulate that, yes, it is real. The reality is that lots of people still voted for DeSantis. Lots of people still voted for Nikki Haley. If you really hate the media, you could take this opportunity to stick it to the media by showing that the vote isn't final until the people vote, like lots of options for you to express your outrage. Now, Mark in Minnetonka replies, and says, I'm an election judge. Some friends were watching TV. And when they called it 30 minutes in, his buddy said, why should I even vote? Yeah. And, and I, I do understand. I think that's the, the smart reaction. Like that is correct. If it, were a pri- if it were a regular primary election and they called the election at 1 p.m., you would say, yeah, I guess, forget it. I'm yeah, not going to go vote tonight. But it's a caucus. It's different. You're already it's, in the room. It's different. You're already there. It's different. And yet I think the responsibility and what we I'm not hearing near enough of today is here's the distinction between why we don't do this, why we wait till this point in a primary uh, election versus an actual caucus. Here's why we wait till the polls close here, but we don't have any kind of fixed time in a caucus situation. Here's the difference, and I and I'm not yeah. hearing enough of yeah. that kind of explanation. explanation. And I'm and I'm assuming that there is one. Yeah, I'm not sure if it's a good one or not, but we're not hearing that, and that makes the media look bad. Yeah, it's I I just I guess my bottom line is caucuses are dumb. I wish we didn't have them. They do create this sort of awkward scenario, and the romantic idea 
that people are going to caucus and sitting there and let's talk it out. And my neighbor convinced me and I was going to vote for Trump, but I heard this great speech about DeSantis. So I changed my mind is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It doesn't happen anymore. It doesn't. People have made up their minds. It's a romantic idea that belongs, unfortunately, to another time. It was cute back before we all had media and we all had our minds made up and we never changed them. 449, we'll take a break and come right back here on Drive Time with DeRussia. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 